the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is AM1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken heads to Europe this week for diplomatic talks. Blinken will travel to Latvia and Sweden. The State Department says he will attend NATO and Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe summits, and he will hold bilateral meetings. The trip comes at a time of rising tension between Russia and the Western Military Alliance following a buildup of Russian forces near the border with Ukraine. Greg Clugston. Washington. The Netherlands confirming 13 cases of the new Omicron variant, and Australia has found two as the countries half a world apart become the latest to detect it in travelers arriving from southern Africa. A growing raft of curbs now being imposed by nations all around the world. They scramble to slow the speed of the variant. This is SRN News. They are the culture warriors fighting the good fight to save America. Nominated by Salem listeners who want to honor them for all they're doing to make America great. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. Mike Lindell, founder of MyPillow. Jason Whitlock, columnist, podcaster, and digital TV host. Carl Jackson, political columnist and radio talk show host. Molly Hemingway, author, columnist, and political commentator. Glenn Youngkin, newly elected governor of Virginia. Go to our website and click on the banner to vote for Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year. AM1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Happy Sunday. It's sunny and a high of 35 today. Then tomorrow, partly sunny, high of 45. The Patriot is looking better than ever thanks to roof-to-deck decoration. Our offices and studios are adorned with red, white, and blue lights to show our pride in country and festive holiday cheer. Our red, white, and blue Christmas decorations are powered by roof-to-deck decoration. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
Hey, by the way, if you go to the Narn page right now, it is up and running. I am waving to the camera. Our live stream is up and going. And Wild Wilson is always a loyal listener. He's checking in, saying hello. Well, hello to you too, Wild. Thanks, as always, for uh, tuning in. And, again, the Vikings don't play to 325, so you feel secure to hang out until 3 o'clock uh, or 256.50, I guess, is the technical end of the show. And, as always, uh, we appreciate uh, the support low these many years. Uh, justice was once again served um, this past week. We talked about a lot last week and a little bit of this show. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse being acquitted, as well as Andrew Coffey IV uh, being acquitted of their uh, respective charges. Uh, definitely good news. And now a verdict was reached last Wednesday in the Ahmad Arbery case. This is from... Uh, 11alive.com, the uh, local uh, uh, news affiliate down there in uh, Brunswick, Georgia. A jury has found the three white men accused of killing 25-year-old black man Ahmaud Arbery guilty on most of the 29 charges they faced. Travis McMichael, who shot Ahmaud Arbery, was convicted of all charges. His father, Greg McMichael, was found not guilty of malice murder, but guilty of four counts of felony murder and four additional felony counts. William Roddy Bryan was found not guilty of malice murder, one felony murder count and one felony felony aggravated assault count, but convicted of three felony murder counts and three additional felony counts. Each suspect was charged with the same nine counts. So at the end of the day, uh, once sentencing occurs, none of these three guys are going to see the light of day again, and that is very much a good thing uh, because we all saw the video and watched in horror as Ahmad Arbery was just jogging down a dirt road. And I think it was Greg McMichael, the uh, the father of Travis McMichael. Greg was uh, driving the vehicle and drove alongside Ahmaud Arbery trying to get his attention. He didn't pay him any mind. He was not under, not under any obligation to pay them any mind. And then Greg McMichael cut in front of Ahmaud Arbery, and that's when Travis, the son, got out and approached him with a gun. Well, if you approach a guy with a gun, guess what? He's either going to flee or knowing that he's probably not going to be able to outrun a bullet, he's going to try to wrest the gun from you. And as Ahmad did that, Travis McMichael shot him dead. Just an absolutely horrific video. Let's call it what it was, a modern-day lynching. That's what it was. I'm sorry. You can't watch the video and tell me anything else. And the most despicable part, and we'll talk about this in the next segment, is how justice almost didn't happen. Because this took place, I think, in February of 2020. Yeah, February 23rd, 2020, and it literally was two-plus months later before any charges were brought against these guys. Now, ultimately, justice was served. These three guys are not going to see the light of day again, as I said, nor should they. But how is it that this got lost in the shuffle? And it took public outrage over this video getting leaked, saying, why aren't these guys being charged? This is as clear-cut a case of murder as there is. Video evidence. But again, we'll get to that in the next segment uh, because there is a 
opinion piece I want to read about this. But there is one aspect of the story that if there, it's hard to say that there's a silver lining in this, but if it shows that God is working in someone's life, somehow, some way, he worked on the heart of Marcus Arbery, who's Ahmaud Arbery's father. And I think that is that cut number five, uh, John. Yeah, cut, cut number five. This is uh, Ahmad Arbery's father after the verdicts were handed down last Wednesday. Near him was his attorney, Ben Crump, who also was involved in the George Floyd case, as well as he's going to be involved in the Dante Wright case here in Brooklyn Center. Uh, Ben Crump alongside, uh, and also behind him was Al Sharpton, uh, noted uh, race hustler. Uh, He was there as well. Listen to what uh, Marcus Arbery, father of Ahmaud Arbery, had to say once the verdicts were handed down. Go ahead. We got that list, Mark. This history of the day. Letting you know that black kid life does matter. For real, all life matters. Not just black children. We don't want to see nobody go through this. I don't want to see no daddy watch the kid get left and shot down like that. That's right, Ma. So it's all our problem. It's all our problem. So, hey, let's keep fighting. Let's keep doing it and making this place a better place for all human beings. Amen. All human beings. Amen. Everybody. Love everybody. All human beings need to be treated equally. We've been to conquer this lantern. Today is a good day. Okay. Wow. Um, To have to wait, I mean, 21 months from the time his son was killed until this verdict was handed down, 21 months, nearly two years. But it finally came down. And for this gentleman to rejoice, say it was a good day, I can't imagine the anguish he was feeling when his son was shot and killed. I mean, we've talked about this a number of times when young people are killed and when their parents speak. And I've known of parents who have lost children. And the one sentiment that they kind of express is how it's the most confusing thing that they've ever had to deal with. Because how is it that this child I see literally come into this world leaves the world before me? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute. I'm not a parent, so I can't relate to that. I can't begin to understand that. But I've had this conveyed to me, and I've heard other people talk about this. And the only way you get through that is through the grace of God. And did you hear the key excerpt of that is Marcus Arbery saying all lives matter. Black, white, whatever. We don't want to see any parent have to suffer through this. So let's ensure that none this does not happen again because all lives matter. And if you're watching the video, and if you, you can find that video somewhere online, I'm sure, as he was saying this, Sharpton and, and Crump, the uh, you know, Al, Reverend Al Sharpton, the race hustler, and attorney Ben Crump. They they were given the obligatory nod and the amen, but at the same time, they're kind of wanting him to wrap up. It's almost like they were a little uncomfortable with him saying all lives matter. Now, I get it. when At the height of these Black Lives Matter protests, when people are coming out saying, hey, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and people respond with, well, yeah, all lives matter. And I think that I've always felt that that was an insensitive thing to say, that all lives matter, because for people who are genuinely crying out, saying, what is going on, black lives matter, 
they don't feel that all lives matter because they may not feel that black lives are being properly honored. So hence the sentiment black lives matter. Now I'm not talking about the group black lives matter. Who's basically out there exploiting the death and difficult situations of certain black lives. I'm not, I'm I'm not citing that group. I'm talking about the sentiment. Yeah, absolutely. They matter. You know, God is no respecter of persons. He created all of us. We're all his children. So, no doubt about it that black lives matter, all lives matter. Okay? But for Marcus Arbery to come out and say, look, my, my son got justice, but there are some parents out there, you know, there are some parents out there who aren't getting justice for their dead children. It doesn't matter whether they're black or white. And for him to get out there and, and share that kind of sentiment under, I can't, I can't imagine what kind of anguish that he was still that he's still dealing with for him to come out and, and and share that sentiment i mean kudos to him and i this is this is one thing that well we saw this with uh both amjan the the gentleman i think a year or so a couple of years ago that was uh killed by a police officer this police officer inexplicably rocked into the wrong apartment both amjan's apartment and thought it was her apartment and shot what she thought was an intruder in her apartment. Well, she was off by one floor. And both um John was a was a black man. And this both um John's brother talking to the officer when she was sentenced in court saying, "Look, I forgive you. This is off. I'm not going to carry around this burden of hating you. I forgive you." And gave her a big embrace and asked for the judge for permission to give a give an embrace. And it was a wonderful moment showing the grace of God and how for how powerful forgiveness is, even if we don't feel like forgiving. This young man, both Amjan's brother, forgave this woman for senselessly killing his brother. And he did so on faith. But the forgiveness part also has to be complemented by the justice. And some people felt the proper justice wasn't meted out. I guess this woman, I forget her name, the the Dallas area police officer got only 10 years and some thought that was an incredibly light sentence. But the sentence handed down to these three individuals that carried Ahmaud Arbor that killed Ahmaud Arbor. Yeah, they're going to jail for the rest of their natural lives. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, the official sentencing hasn't been down, handed down, but when you get convicted of multiple felony murder charges, yeah, you're not seeing the light of day again. That's all there is to it. And so the, I, again, I'm not going to speak for Marcus Arbery, but the justice has been handed down. So perhaps the forgiveness component is there now. I don't know. I don't want to speak for the gentleman, but they ha- they absolutely uh, have to go hand in hand. So a uh, very par- powerful sen- sentiment by Marcus Arbery as his son's killers are going to jail for the rest of their natural lives. But sadly, justice almost didn't happen a year and a half ago. What do I mean? Well, we'll talk a little bit about that and come back. And if you'd like, feel free to weigh in, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Float quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. Honey, I'm officially sick of junk mail, emails, and ads about Medicare. Why are they suddenly bombarding us with this stuff? Because it's open enrollment. We could get more benefits. Clear up your Medicare confusion with simple, easy answers at easymedicare.com. That's the letter E, the letter Z, medicare.com. Annual enrollment is now through December 7th. Go to easymedicare.com or speak with a licensed agent at 1-888-486-1662. Easymedicare.com. We make choosing a Medicare plan easy. Speak with a licensed insurance agent or visit easymedicare.com on Friday 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. ESD, Saturday 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. ESD. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, has neither reviewed nor approved this information with regard to the federal Medicare program. EasyMedicare.com is powered by e Insurance Inc., a private, duly licensed insurance agency appointed by Medicare Advantage, HMO, PPO, and PFFS plans and standalone prescription drug plans and insurance companies holding Medicare contracts approved by CMS. Enrollment in any plan for coverage is subject to insurance company approval. This information is not a complete description of benefits. Contact the plan for more information. Limitations, co-payments, and restrictions may apply. Benefits, premiums, and or member cost share may change on January 1 of each year. You must continue paying your Medicare Part B premium. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. I want to show all my Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. As we mentioned in the prior segment, all three men charged with multiple counts of felony murder and aggravated assault. Uh, tra- uh Greg McMichael, his son Travis McMichael, as well as a gentleman by the name of William Bryan, uh, all found guilty of multiple, multiple charges. Again, uh, they're going to go to jail for the rest of their lives. So uh, 21 months after Ahmaud Arbery was killed, 
his killers are in jail. Again, not going to see the light of day again. But I also mentioned how this almost didn't happen. And as I said, it was a good two, almost three months before charges were brought against these guys, uh, two, three months after the killing. And Hannah Cox at her website, hannahdcox.com, uh, gives us a, a nice little refresher on how charges weren't all, were almost not even brought, as hard as that is to believe. And again, this is from uh, Hannah Cox. Uh, it's important to remember that no charges were brought against the men responsible for Arbery's death for over two months. And had video of the crime not been leaked to the public online, it's likely prosecutors never would have brought charges at all. In fact, multiple prosecutors worked overtime to protect these men. Former Brunswick Judicial uh, uh, Circuit District Attorney Jackie Johnson, who Greg McMichael had previously worked for, was one of the first calls placed after the shooting occurred. In a voicemail recording, in a voicemail recording included in the case file, Greg says, Jackie, this is Greg. Could you call me as soon as you possibly can? My son and I have been involved in a shooting, and I need some advice right away. Johnson recused herself from the case shortly thereafter, but according to reporting from an NPR from NPR National Public Radio, an indictment against her says she showed favor and affection toward Greg McMichael in the investigation and interfered with police officers at the scene by directing that Travis McMichael should not be placed under arrest. So this is just absolutely shocking. And it drives point it drives home the point that were there not individ, indisputable visual evidence that this charges may not have happened, as, as scary as that is to believe. So we can talk about how the jury got it right in the Rittenhouse case, as well as the case of Andrew Coffey IV, as well as in this case. The jury got it right. I don't think anybody's going to dispute that in either of the three cases, at least if you paid any attention to it. You would dispute. You would not dispute that the jury got it right. But not all cases are going to have indisputable video evidence. And to think that there are still some good old boys and girls in our justice system that are looking out for each other, that are occurring favors, all to help their friends from escaping murder charges, that's a little unsettling. How prevalent this is, I have no idea. Well, there, I guess there's no way of knowing. So on one, on the one hand, we can say that, indeed, the jury got these rulings right, the three cases I have alluded to. But at the same time, how many horrible crimes have been committed where the perpetrators have gotten away with it because... I don't know. They know somebody within the justice system that could have helped him out. And again, continuing with uh, Hannah Cox's piece, police often work together. Uh, police often work to cover for one another, and whether or not they did so here, given McMichael's background or because of pressure from the DA, the results were the same and no arrests were made. 
After Johnson recused herself, she recommended Waycross Judicial Circuit District Attorney George Barnhill take over the case. From her indictment, we now know she commuted with him, communicated with him about the case beforehand and that his son worked for her as an assistant prosecutor, giving reason to believe she handpicked him to ensure that he would handle the case in the same manner she would. Ample evidence shows Barnhill then worked diligently to protect the McMichaels and Brian from charges. Barnhill wrote a letter to the Glenn County police captain that said the McMichaels, quote, were following in hot pursuit a burglary suspect with solid firsthand probable cause in their neighborhood and asking slash telling him to stop. It appears their intent was to stop and hold this criminal suspect until law enforcement arrived. Under Georgia, uh, this is perfectly legal. Now, I remember this aspect of the case. Uh, I remember that that was what was cited initially was this uh, citizen's arrest law. And, uh, yeah, there's a uh, citizen's arrest law, and this was the rationale, as we were reading Hannah Cox's pieces, piece, for their attempt to detain Arbor. And the law is as follows. A private person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. If the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest him upon reasonable and probable grounds of suspicion. Now, I'm no legal beagle, but this wouldn't seem relevant here because Arbery wasn't committing. What, what offense was he committing? He was jogging on a dirt road. Is, is jogging while black suddenly a felony offense in that part of Georgia? And I, I remember this because there was a rash of burglaries in some houses in the neighborhood. Apparently there were some houses under construction or being built, and they were being burglarized. Well, there was one house under construction where there was actually video surveillance of that house, and it's shown that Ahmad Arbery did indeed walk in the house, but he looked around. Is that a felony? Does that rise to the level of felony? He didn't. He literally didn't take anything. Even if he took something, a small trinket or an item, all right, that might rise to the level of maybe a misdemeanor, but he didn't take anything. So him going into a property that was under construction and just looking around, at worst, that's a trespassing charge. But again, the house is open, so it's not like he had to dislodge a door or anything to get in. It was covered by a tarp. He just walked in looked around. Again, I can't emphasize enough that I'm the furthest thing from a legal scholar, but I can't believe that rises above a level of a misdemeanor, like a misdemeanor trespassing charge. So that just doesn't hold water, this idea that uh, their intent was to stop and hold this criminal suspect until law enforcement arrived. Under Georgia law, this is perfectly legal. This is a, this is a district attorney that took over this case and is saying this stuff. And again, in reading the law word for word, I don't see how that holds up. Again, continuing with Hannah's piece here. According to the New York Times, in an April 7, 2020 email to the office of Chris Carr, the Georgia Attorney General, Mr. Barnhill, the prosecutor, said that his office 
had video of Arbery burglarizing a home immediately preceding the chase and confrontation. They, of course, had no such thing. And that's the video I, I cited. I saw that video myself. He didn't take anything. He didn't burglarize anything. Just walking around, looking around. Uh, Barnhill eventually recused himself as well, though he has not been indicted for his work to skew the case. All in all, you can see that police and multiple prosecutors worked to protect these men from accountability for months. The national media did not get wind of the case. No charges were filed. No one spoke out in uh, in protest. So much for these good apples. And the prevailing narrative cooked up by these government thugs would would likely have stood had it not been for the video leaking. Video they were in possession of all along. Ironically, the man who leaked the video was an attorney and friend of the McMichaels, Alan Tucker. He believed the video would prevent riots and claims that the murder had been a modern-day lynching. It, of course, showed the opposite to absolutely anyone who isn't entirely insane. Uh, again, this is from Hannah Cox. She's a very she's a staunch libertarian. So, if you're wondering how some of the why some of those str- the strong verbiage, well, she's again. She's a dyed-the-wool libertarian, so she's going to talk that way about uh, police. I'm not necessarily in agreement with her that this is running rampant in in the judicial system, in our justice system. But again, that's just an instinct. That's just a hunch I have. I could be completely wrong. And if that is the case, that this is more pervasive than we're led to believe, then then the root cause of that uh, definitely has to be has to be weeded out. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So as much as we can rejoice and be glad and even relieved that Ahmaud Arbery's killers are going to be behind bars for the rest of their life, the idea that somehow, some way, somebody was trying to uh, ensure that these guys didn't even get charged... Pretty, pretty bone-chilling, to say the least. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. This is an important message. Do you have an IRA, 401k, or retirement account worth more than $100,000? Your portfolio may qualify for an IRS tax loophole that allows you to own physical, precious metals inside of your retirement account. Want our free report that shows you how? We are WealthProtectionResearch.com, and we help investors connect with the top precious metal companies in America to own physical gold and silver inside their retirement account using this little-known but very powerful IRS loophole. To claim your free IRS loophole report today, just text the word gold to 48542. WealthProtectionResearch.com wants to get this information in your hands now so that you can protect your hard-earned investments. Text G-O-L-D to 48542 to learn more. When you text the word GOLD to 48542, we'll send you a secure link to download our IRS loophole report to show you how to start protecting your wealth with precious metals. Don't wait. Text the word GOLD to 48542 now. Wealth Protection Research. Text GOLD to 48542. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. 
and this. We are now boarding flight. Together again, because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As I'm closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming, you can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m., the finest show in the country on economics. Yeah, I'm going there. I'm stick- I, That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And, of course, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot, we have Mitch Berg, the headliner edition of the Narn, heard Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m., immediately followed by Jack Tomzak, 3 to 5 p.m. And this show closing out the weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m., and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. By the way, quick programming note before I get, Mitch and I are switching broadcasts next weekend, so this Saturday, December 4th. It's December already? My gosh, this Saturday, December 4th, I will be filling in for Mitch as he is away on assignment, but Mitch will be filling in for me a week from today from 1 to 3 p.m., so uh, we definitely hope you can tune in. Again, 651-289-4488, that is the number to call if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we're discussing. And again, hope you had a blessed Thanksgiving holiday with your family. Uh, I did a lot of sleeping. I slept in past 9.30 both Friday and Saturday. Uh, man, and that felt good, too. I must have needed it because I'm, yeah, I'm at the age now where it hurts to sleep past 8 o'clock. But if I was able to sleep past 9.30 each of the past couple of, I mean, uh, Friday, Friday morning, Saturday morning, if I was able to sleep that late, I must have needed it. So I will be refreshed and raring to go this uh, work week. It's going to be a five-day work week. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but uh, we'll figure out a way. Uh, anyhow, hey, did you hear about the uh, new uh, COVID variant? 
That is wreaking havoc. Yeah, uh, this is from Alapundit at HotAir.com this past week. Actually, he wrote this piece on Friday. Uh, On Thursday was the day for worried experts to indulge in worst-case scenarios about the new B11529 variant, uh, also called the Omicron variant. Today is the day for the more optimistic types to rhetorically slap them around and tell them to pull themselves together. Scientists don't know yet how transmissible the new variant, which the World Health Organization is now calling Omicron, not N-U, new, is relative to Delta, or how virulent it is, or how good it is at punching through the immunity generated by vaccines. But the consensus opinion on social media is that even if Omicron puts a dent in vaccine immunity, it's highly unlikely to neutralize it entirely. Your must-read Twitter thread of the day comes from a vaccine developer who makes three points to counter the early hype about the new variant. Point one, although at first blush, Omicron does seem to spread shockingly fast. And I'll, uh, this is from uh, John Byrne Murdoch. Again, he is a... Um, writes a lot about COVID for the Financial Times. He This is five quick t- uh, tweets about the new variant, which they're calling Omicron. Caveat first, data here is very preliminary, so everything could change. Nonetheless, better safe than sorry. Based on the data we have, this variant is out-competing others far faster than Beta and even Delta did. This is coinciding with a wider rise in cases in South Africa. Again, Currently, we're talking about small numbers, both Omicron and of cases in South Africa overall. But there's a clear upward trend. This may be a blip, but this is how waves start. Aside from its rapid rise in South Africa, the other key reason for concern here is the specific mutations that Omicron has are, based on what we've seen with other variants, known to be associated with greater transmissibility and immune evasion. And here's some caveats. This variant wasn't known about last week, very early days. Case rates versus low when it emerged, so some of this could be a founder effect. Nonetheless, it's out-competing Delta. Urgent search for more data means some growth could be due to targeted testing slash sequencing. And finally, but what data we do have is clearly cause for concern. And uh, and he uh, cites how basically... It's more transmissible, more contagious. But the one thing that has been said from health officials, specifically in South Africa, is that, yeah, this is more contagious, but the symptoms we're seeing as compared to Delta and, of course, the initial uh, strain of the virus, they're mild thus far. And they're already seeking cases. Well, we heard on SRN News at the top of the hour, they're already seeing cases of this in Europe There's some in Australia. There's even, uh, I don't know if there's any confirmed cases in the United States, but the good bet is that they're already here. And yet, and yet, we have the President of the United States banning travel from seven African countries. This is the same individual, Joe Biden, when he was running for president in 2020, called Donald Trump a xenophobe, because he banned travel to and from China. When it was ascertained, that's where the initial strain of COVID-19 came from, was China. 
And Nancy Pelosi also pigpiled on then-President Trump, talking about how it was a, a xenophobic as well. But yet, the current when Joe Biden's now president, now all of a sudden it's prudent to ban travels from, uh, from the uh, uh, seven different African countries. Just a- absolutely insane. I, I mean, th- this... Th- you want to know why the the handling of this virus has been so inept? It's because our supposed experts, health officials, and even elected officials who are being briefed on this, they've politicized this virus from day one. In fact, uh, we have uh, Dr. Fauci. He appeared on uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos, ABC's uh, Sunday morning news program. Uh, to talk about this uh, particular virus, uh, we'll just uh, play the clip in its entirety. It's only about a couple of minutes long. Uh, George Stephanopoulos talking to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, here we go. I'd like to be seeing more lockdowns again, new lockdowns, more mandates. You know, I don't know, George. It's really too early to say. We just really need to, as I've said so often, prepare for the worst. And it may not be that we're going to have to go the route that people are saying. This, we don't know a lot about this virus, so we want to prepare as best as we can. But it may turn out that this preparation, although important, may not necessarily push us to the next level. People talking about lockdowns, people talking about that. Let's see what the information that we're getting in real time tells us. And we'll make decisions based on the science and the evidence the way we always do. But you want to be prepared to do anything and everything. And that's the reason why we're playing such close attention to this and why we're all over it. So they're monitoring it in real time. Well, real time is telling them, that, okay, yeah, there, it's a lot, lot of transmission, but the, the symptoms are relatively mild. And so the uh, to continue with Alapundit's piece, uh, it says it uh, doesn't necessarily follow that a variant that's less virulent than Delta, will kill fewer people. If it's much, much more transmissible and can evade immunity, it may kill more simply by infecting a vastly larger population. But obviously, the fact that early cases are extremely mild is great news. And here's another point. There's no reason to think the vaccines will be useless against Omicron just because it has freakishly high number of mutations on its spike protein. To the contrary, the body's ability to recognize a new strain of a virus following vaccination is sophisticated. Uh, some doomsayers uh, on Thursday worried that the new variant would put us back to square one in the pandemic with the world's vaccinated population defenseless against it. Pure nonsense, says the vaccine researcher uh, uh, quoted above, which is, uh, let me get this uh, person's name. Uh, sorry, oh, uh, Dr. Uh, Angeli um, Koetze, who is the chair of the South African Medical Association and practicing uh, GP in Pretoria, said it was premature to make predictions of a health crisis. She says uh, it's all speculation at this stage. It may be it's highly transmissible, but so far the cases we're seeing are extremely mild. Maybe two weeks from now I will have a different opinion, but this is what we are seeing. So are we seriously worried? No, we are concerned and we watch what's happening. Uh, But for now, we're saying, okay, there's a whole hype out there. We're not sure why. You know, it's interesting if you I'm I'm not exactly 
uh, a, a a connoisseur of the uh, of the Greek alphabet. But you had the initial strain. What was the initial strain of COVID nineteen that came out in March of twenty twenty? Alpha, right? Because that's the first letter of the Greek alphabet. And then you have beta and gamma, which were hard were not talked about because they were less severe or didn't mutate much at all. But then the one you really heard that was really became pervasive and was wreaking havoc even amongst those who are vaccinated was the Delta Delta variant. That was where people were experiencing breakthrough cases. That is people who got the true jabs that were considered fully vaccinated. Now you're not considered fully vaccinated until you get the booster. So I'm no longer fully vaccinated. I got the Pfizer jabs, one in April and one in May, but now I'm considered no, I'm no longer considered fully vaccinated. So I'm part of the scourge of society now, I guess, because I'm not fully vaccinated. Okay. So the Delta variant was the one that was wreaking havoc and people were experiencing breakthrough cases. Well, then you go through the rest of the alphabet, Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, Kappa, Lambda, Mu, you didn't hear much about those because they either didn't get, they didn't mutate on a large level, or they were mild symptoms, or just basically dissipated, which viruses can possibly do. But then you can't. Then the next letter is new. Well, they didn't want to call it the new virus because that would be confusing. The new strain is if brand new. Well, no, new as in the Greek alphabet N N U. Well, what was next after new? It's a virus called Xi, which is spelled XI. You can see where I'm going with this. They don't want to go with the Xi strain of virus because if they see it in writing, XI, what are they going to ascertain? They're going to ascertain Xi Jinping, who is the leader of China. And his first name is spelled XI, but it's pronounced Z. Whereas XI in the Greek alphabet is pronounced Xi, but no matter if you see the Z strain, XI strain or Xi strain, you're gonna, we're gonna get China virus all over again. Yeah, and suddenly people are going to claim, well, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're citing the Chinese president in this new strain. You know how xenophobic. So they skipped right over it, and that's how they got to Omicron, Omicron. I kept calling it Omicron. Omicron is the latest variant. So uh, clearly we're living in clown world about how we're addressing this. And if you're wondering about vaccine hesitancy, well, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that as we wrap up the show. Uh, The media, health officials, elected officials, because this virus has been so politicized, now you have Dr. Fauci, who was also on Face the Nation in addition to this week, Uh, He was talking about how he's open to having a committee formed about how we responded to this virus, the multiple strains of this COVID-19, because you have all of a sudden 750,000 deaths and 40 million people that have been affected just in the United States alone. And he's very open to forming a committee to talk about how the response has maybe not been as, as proficient as we'd like. You know what I'd start with, Dr. Fauci? Start by saying, why haven't we taken a scientific approach as opposed to politicized scientific approach? That's the approach that's been taken. As as we've seen, it hasn't worked out too well. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. 
There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. AM1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. You know, it's that time of year, the chill is in the air, and maybe you're thinking it would be really nice to have a new house with a fireplace, or maybe a backyard for that bonfire, or, or a hot tub. Well, now's the time to get that new house and do it through United Faith Mortgage. Rates are great right now. Or maybe you're saying, you know, I like the house we have, but that fireplace, the fire pit, and the hot tub sound pretty good. So take advantage of a cash-out refinance. You know, United Faith Mortgage is a family business, and you can take advantage of them being a direct lender, meaning their team is part of a company that uses its own money to make its own lending decisions within its own walls. So that means there's no middleman and oftentimes a better rate for you. So visit United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. And right now, they'll pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500 of out-of-pocket money that normally gets paid up front. unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrick, NMLS number 65233. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, You'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey baby, won't you look my way? Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Continuing the talk about the Omicron. I'm going to get the pronunciation of that word down yet. Omicron spread. uh, The Omicron variant of COVID. This is from Michael Mina, who is an epidemiologist and infectious disease expert out of Massachusetts. Uh, He put together an interesting uh, Twitter thread 
talking about vaccines. Uh, Vaccines keep people out of the hospital, their most important attribute. However, vaccinated can be vaccinated people can be infect or uh, can be infected and as well as transmit. Yes, the vaccine slows spread, but by no means does the vaccine mean you can't be infected and subsequently spread. This is critical to acknowledge as we try to limit the Omicron spread. If public health officials fail to appreciate and acknowledge clearly that vaccinated can, in fact, acquire and spread the virus and that that this is not rare, I fear people will continue to believe they can't spread if they are vaxxed and do less to limit spread of Omicron where it exists. I am 100% for vaccination. I just want public health to be transparent about what vaccines do well and don't do well so people are fully informed. For too long, messaging said transmission among the vaccinated was rare. This then caused confusion and loss in confidence in the vaccine. Also, this isn't just about Omicron. This is about Delta, too. And, And he's exactly right. And this was something that was pervasive Throughout 2020, I'm not going to have time to get to that sound clip, John. I apologize. We only got a few minutes left. But throughout 2020, during the presidential campaign, you had several Democrat officials as Operation Warp Speed was ramping up and there was talk that vaccines would be available by November, you know, just after the election or even December. And a lot of elected officials, including the candidates for president and vice president, Biden, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris came out and said, well, you know, uh, they're they're rushing this through this Operation Warp Speed. It's not going to go through the necessary testing. Boy, I don't don't know about these vaccines. I I don't know that we could have a lot of faith in this. Andrew Cuomo, who was lauded as some sort of hero for his when he was then governor of New York for his response to the virus. But now we show how much of a fraud he was. He was even flat out saying, I, I don't trust this administration. I don't trust the, the, the bureaucrats in this administration. I would be very concerned uh, about New Yorkers taking this vaccine because it's not going through their uh, proper testing phases. You do realize what emergency use authorization means, right? Without a vaccine, pretty much every single solitary American was vulnerable, even more so those with comorbidities as well as the elderly, at least the elderly that survived Andrew Cuomo's uh, nursing home policy. So this is what I say when health officials and elected officials need to take a look at themselves. Now you're talking politicized science. So when Trump was president, well, I don't know if anything comes out of the Trump administration, this Operation Warp Speed, boy, I'm I'm not sure I'd be all that confident in taking it. But then Joe Biden is elected president. Boom, you better take this vaccine. You lose your job. You lose your privileges. You lose your right to go into restaurants, public, other public places. Suddenly the narrative completely shifts. So you want to know why people are hesitant to get the vaccine? There, there's your answer right there. How it's been so politicized. And now that we have a new variant that's wreaking havoc, which, again, as of right now, despite the alarming number of transmissions and how infectious it is. Right now, the cases seem pretty mild, but who knows? Who knows where this goes? And now, all of a sudden, with Christmas coming up, convenient. You're going to have to say, well, you know what? You better not have too many big gatherings during the holidays. But yet, you have 
prominent officials taking vacations, traveling across the country. I'll never forget the mayor of Austin, Texas, from, I think he was, uh, where was he, down in Cancun? Some uh, luxurious resort via Zoom telling residents of Austin, "Ah, better shelter in place, better stay safe, better not travel too much this holiday season, while he literally has traveled somewhere. A luxurious resort. Okay? But yet Dr. Fauci wants to put together a committee looking into the government and health response to the to the all strains of the coronavirus because it's like forty million infected, seven hundred sixty thousand deaths. Uh, something's not right here. We need to look into this response so we can uh, tighten up, you know, health responses in the future. Again, I say, uh, why not trust the science? Which all these officials condescendingly coo to us. Well, I trust the science, but yet when they say, but when they caution women that are pregnant about getting the vaccine they refer to them as pregnant people but they're all about science just despicable so stay safe out there folks prayers up and uh yeah definitely be cautious that is uh, for certain folks as again again as i mentioned i'll be in for mitch this saturday december 4th he'll be in for me a week from today so we look forward to joining you with northern alliance radio network programming godspeed my friends have yourselves a blessed week have a point Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemont and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, 
I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.